That's good stuff, isn't it? I am so thankful we get to be a part of that. And I just want to go ahead and acknowledge who's in the room this morning. Do I have any moms in this room? Just raise your hand. Guys, look around at all these moms. Will we clap for our moms? We're going to clap. Yeah, we'll clap for our moms. How about dads? Any dads in the room? All right, we can clap for them too. We can clap for them too. How about anybody who has a mom or a dad? That's everybody. We can clap for everybody. All right. So you've all been clapped for. If you leave today and you're like, man, I'm sad, you think about somebody clap for me today. But uh, I just want to say thank you for being here. If you raise your hand, this message is for you, regardless of your age and regardless of where you are in your life, because all of us have had parents, all of us. Uh, have been a son or a daughter. And I want to talk about one thing that often gets in the way of our relationships with one another. It, it gets in the way of us having great relationships. Uh, and this one thing, uh, we, we oftentimes don't know what to do with it. We, we get stuck on it. And it keeps coming back up time and time again. And we just feel like we, we shouldn't have to be stuck there. But Oftentimes, even when we attend and are part of a church body, we get stuck on this one thing over and over and over. And we all, we all have it in common. We all struggle with it. And oftentimes, we just don't know what to do with this one thing that I'm about to tell you. So before I tell you, I have a question. Do you want me to tell you what this one thing is that we all struggle with? Okay. So this one thing that we struggle with we're going to talk about here. And it's, it's, it's something that I want to spell. So if you've learned how to spell, which most of you have learned how to spell, it's spelled like this. H-U-R-T. Hurt. And, and the thing that happens in families, we love each other so much, right? But hurt happens between us even the best families have hurt happens between us. And we just didn't know what to do with it. A lot of times we, we either talk about it a lot over and over again. We get really historical or we just don't talk about it at all or some kind of odd mix in between. But hurt exists and we don't know what to do about it. And today we want to talk about how we can get rid of that stuff or at least work toward getting rid of that stuff that gets in between us to help us have the best relationships possible with our moms, our dads, our, and our sons and our daughters. So one of the things I love about our God is he takes people who have messed up really bad, people who have messed up really badly, who have made all kinds of mistakes, and he uses them to do incredible things. And the guy that I'm going to talk about here briefly and the words he wrote did some things that hurt some people very badly. And if you've been hurt before, which we all have, you understand what it's like to be hurt. And this guy understood what it was like to hurt people. And so as a result of hurting people, God uh, met him where he was through Jesus. This guy's name is Paul, and, and he met Jesus, and he had this miraculous life change. And he went from hurting people to helping people. And, and he wrote some incredible words and a couple of scriptures in the book of Ephesians about 2,000 years ago that relate to us big time today and could totally help our relationships with our moms, our dads, our, our, our sons, and our daughters if we were to put them into practice. And so in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8, Paul writes these words. The guy who used to hurt people writes these words about how we can have the best relationships possible. And he says this, God saves you by his grace. That word is big. 
when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God, a gift. Salvation is not a reward for the things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's handiwork. We could say workmanship. We could say his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, the thing I love, 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 love about that verse is it's what God gives us through Jesus when we receive his love. He gives us grace. Grace is an incredible thing because grace gives us fresh starts. Grace gives us do-overs. You ever play a video game and like, oh, I just get to play again. Grace is kind of like that. I just get to play again. I get a do-over. Grace also gives us the space to work through the hurt and pain we often cause each other. And I don't know about you, but I want more grace when it comes to my relationships with my family, my sons, my daughters, and with my mom. We all need it. And they want it too. And I love how Kid Summit defines grace. They define grace as grace is getting something great that you don't deserve. So it's not something you can earn or deserve like Paul wrote. You can't can't be good enough. You can't earn it. You just receive it. If I were to give you a birthday present, you wouldn't say, Brian, here's $20. You would receive the birthday present because it was a gift. And God's grace is like that. When we receive Jesus, it's a gift. You can't do good things to get it. He just gives it to you. And so it starts by receiving his love in order for you to share it and do the things that he prepared in advance for you to do for each other, for your moms, for your dads, for your sons, and for your daughters. So I thought this morning it would be great if we did something to illustrate this. So to help illustrate this, I'm going to invite Ashley Hecox back to the stage and Paxton Hammond, our impact director right now. Give it up for Paxton and Ashley. Are we clapping? Yes, they are clapping for you. Mm. They think you guys are awesome. Now, in my hand, I have water. Now, some of you are like, that's a beer mug. Yes, (laughs) you are correct. We are not drinking beer out of this today. We we are going to be drinking water out of this. And this water, this clear, beautiful, drinkable water, represents the relationships we have with our moms, our dads, and our sons and daughters. Now behind me on uh, our wonderful cart, we have a bunch of things that can get in the way of those relationships represented by a variety of condiments. And so Ashley and Paxton are gonna introduce the things that get in the way of us having a, a clear relationship and space in our relationship, a pure relationship with one another. So Ashley, why don't you kick us off with one of the first things that gets in the way? All right, our first one is going to be hurt and pain. Can you see that? Okay. All right, our second one is disappointment, which is also mustard, and I don't like either. (laughs) I appreciate you clarifying that. (laughs) All right, third one, mayonnaise, is expectations. Reminds me of a. Was it? Was it? (laughs) It floats! (laughs) Okay. It reminds me of that bad joke. Was it it Larry the Cable Guy or Jeff Foxworthy? Man, man, there's a lot of people in here. 
I don't know. Okay. That's before his time. Okay. I'm 23. That's right. You are 23. He's like, I'm 23. Uh, fourth, we have busyness, which is chocolate syrup. I do like that. But not that color. Okay. So right now, now, now we have busyness that's been introduced to all these other things. And it's looking pretty gross. So. No doubt. So let's add Texas Pete. <laughs> the, mayonnaise, the mayonnaise is still floating. What, what's on the mayonnaise? That's a little drizzle of chocolate. Oh, it looks delicious. So I'm going I'm to add anger, which is represented by Texas Pete. Mmm, Texas Pete. You need a lot of that, right? Yeah. These are all sinkers. <laughs> this is a science experiment. Okay. All right, well, how about harsh words with vinegar? Oh, I hate vinegar. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Why did you do that? We'll come clean your house with that. How's that? Sorry. All right. Next one is jealousy with a little barbecue sauce. I like that. Jealousy or barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce. I don't like jealousy. <laughs> Reminds me of a song, Hey Jealousy. Have you ever heard of it by the Gem Blossoms? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next, um, misunderstanding. What is that? That is lemon juice. Oh, gross. Would you like some? No. Okay. This looks like one of those diet drinks. That they, they put on the <laughs> That's how they make them. <laughs> right? Okay. I don't know. This will taste nasty. Just pinch your nose. All right. This is baby food, and it is for immaturity. Immaturity. Mm. I've heard that some baby. Oh, food. okay. There's mm. a lot of immaturity. It almost took down the mayonnaise, but it's still floating. Mm. All right. So here's the thing. All these things get in the way of us having a, a good relationship. And someone on this stage is going to actually drink this. How many of you would actually want to drink this? There's always going to be one like, I would. But yeah, see? There it is. You're that... Yes, take that person, for the team. You know, I wish I could make you drink it, but I'm not going to because I like you. <laughs> but but I, I, I will say that you wouldn't go to a restaurant and never order this concoction um, because it's nasty. It smells nasty. And someone's going to drink it. And we're going to let you vote by your applause on who you think should drink this. So who thinks that Ashley should drink it? Yes. I'm paying you all later. <laughs> you oh my gosh. Because who thinks it should be Paxton? <laughs> okay. Okay. How about Brian? There it is. I don't know. I, I, I feel like you, they were louder for you. Okay. Uh, love. Should, should we? <laughs> I, I, I really, I mean, I really don't know. I think we should do it one more time just to make sure so we can clarify who needs to drink this because I really don't want to have to drink it if, if I don't have to, right? Well, I don't either. And I'm getting a little jealous of you having to drink this. So um, who wants Paxton to drink it? Okay. And, and who wants Brian to drink it? What do you think? That's you. Oh, I say that's you. What do you guys think? Yeah, okay. You're not my friends. <laughs> do you know that we have more stuff to add? Yeah, because more things get in the way of our relationships, right? So we got more stuff to add. So uh, Let's give Brian some assumptions with some vegetable oil. Mm. Oh, my God. Whoa, that bro. Was a lot. That was a lot. You know what happens when you assume? 
Okay. You, what? And some salt for your what? vinegar. What? Which is fear. You like ranch? Um, this is, on my salad. Well, this is what others think. Oh. <laughs> Came up fast enough. Why are you so liberal with your squirt? <laughs> <laughs> A little cayenne pepper for stubbornness. Oh my gosh. I'm actually not, I'm actually afraid to open it. How's that? For real? <laughs> Oh, it's not open. No. Uh, we can skip that one. Okay. Uh, okay. How about some outside influence? A bit of orange juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to admit, I am getting a little nauseous. Ooh. <laughs> I might go two at once. How's that? Okay. So our cayenne pepper from last time. Stubbornness. And then I get a lot for you. Sticky situations, honey. Mm, we get in sticky situations, don't we? Oh, mm. that is repugnant. Go you'll, look it up. You'll, you'll be happy to know I got the little child safety thing undone for the thing we avoid, medicine. Ooh, the thing we avoid. That is Benadryl. Okay. <laughs> Benadryl! <laughs> yeah, they told me to buy medicine, so I thought it'd be fun to get you Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, next service. I, I still got stuff to do. I'm here a second, my thumb. Don't worry. My last one is exhaustion. Oh, we feel that, don't we? A little bit of magic. Run into everything we got to do in our families. Just keep pouring. Oh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, the mayonnaise has curdled. So I'm going to stir it up a little bit here. Let me, uh, this is like a witch's brew. Why are you so good at that? <laughs> oh, you know, I played a witch on my high school play. Just kidding. Yeah, it's it from all cool. that practice of speaking. This actually is starting to look like a, a, some kind of hazy beer. That's... With chunks. Gross. All right, here, here's the thing. Who would want to drink this? Okay. Yeah, there's like three people that said they would, so absolutely would not want to drink this. This is all the stuff that gets in the way of us having a good relationship. And here's the thing that, that I really like is grace. Getting something great that we don't deserve. Now, I, I'm not going to be able to dump this out because this stuff is just hit, it's here. It's, it's already happened. But we're going to add grace to the, all the mess that gets between our relationships with our moms and our dads and our sons and daughters. So you guys, let's add some grace into this equation. Yeah, just, just dump away. Oh. oh, I like grace. This grace, this is so good. And see, we talked about it earlier, grace is getting something great that you don't deserve. And grace, grace gives us a brand new start. And while it doesn't take away everything that's happened, it gives us a redo and it creates room in our relationships for us to, to connect and have conversations with each other. And grace just keeps keep, keep coming and keep coming because we keep needing it because things keep getting in the way of our relationships with one, with one another. And, and one of the things that 
I love about grace is it gets out so much of the bad stuff that comes in between the relationships with our moms, our dads, our sons, and our daughters. So as I look at what we have here, grace being dumped in time and time again, how many of you would be okay with drinking this now? Bottoms up. (laughs) Grace is good. Yes, thank you so much. You guys did a phenomenal job, and I appreciate it. Grace, we all want it. We all need it. And it begins with God. And one aspect of grace that we, we all love and we all want, but we oftentimes find it hard to give, is the aspect of forgiveness. When we say forgiveness, sometimes it stings because there may be someone in our lives, our mom, our dad, our son, our daughter, that we're having issues with. And I like, like, like the Kids Something definition a lot, that forgiveness is deciding that someone who has wronged you no longer has to pay. Deciding that someone who has wronged you no longer has to pay. And what I've found is that the forgiver is oftentimes the freest person you'll ever meet. Grace and forgiveness. John, one of the followers of Jesus, wrote this in, turn, in regards to forgiveness. In 1 John 1, 9, he said this, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Here's the thing. When we go to God and we say, God, I need your help. God, I've made mistakes. I have sinned against you. I've done things wrong. He gives us forgiveness through Jesus. That's why Jesus died on the cross. He also gives us his grace. We get something great we don't deserve. And that's a relationship, a clean relationship with God. We can't do things to earn it. We can't do things to deserve it. But we get it for receiving the love of Jesus and what he did on the cross, which is what makes grace and forgiveness so powerful. And some of you today in your relationships, you need grace. You need forgiveness. It all starts with Jesus. There's a question that I want you to be able to kick around with your families. Moms, I want to challenge you. Even if you think you have a great relationship, I want to challenge you to sit down with your son or daughter at some point today or in the near future and say, what can I do to show more grace to you? And dads, I'm going to challenge you to do the same thing, to sit down with your mom, dad, son, and daughter, What can I do to show more grace to you? Sons, daughters, I challenge you to go to your parents and ask the question, what can I do to show more grace to you? What can happen if we begin to have that conversation? What can happen to open up and help you deal with all maybe the hurt that's come in between you, all the obstacles that have come in between you? I believe it would give you a new start And it would give you space to have conversations that maybe you haven't had before. And and, and that's what grace does. That's what forgiveness does. 
And it's all possible when we first receive Jesus and his love. So today, the next step for you may be to receive Jesus, to receive his grace and say, Jesus, I know you died for me. I I know I can't do enough good things because the bad is there, but I'm gonna receive your grace. I'm gonna receive your forgiveness and I'm gonna let you make me a new person so that I can have the best relationship possible with my family. And for some of you, it's taking that next step of saying, I've done that, but now I need to go share it with my family and to do the good works that God prepared in advance for you to do. Grace gives you the space to get things right. What can I do to show more grace to you? Just to help you remember, I want you to say it with me. That question again, let's put it up on the screen one more time. Say it with me. One, two, three. What can I do to show more grace to you? It's great. So good. I guarantee you, if you ask that, things will change. And what I'd like to do right now is invite you to stand up with me. We're about to sing a song. And the song is called Sons and Daughters. Very appropriate for what we're doing today. Shh, I want your attention. And as we sing this song, I want you to think about that question. What can I do to show more grace to you? And how you're going to be able to interact with that question with your family as you leave here today. Let me pray for you. God, we thank you that in Jesus, when we receive Jesus, we become your sons and your daughters. God, we thank you for the sons and daughters represented here and the relationships represented here. And I pray you would help them take that next step and asking the questions they need to ask and taking the actions they need to do. Knowing that grace and forgiveness all begins with you. And I pray as we sing this song that you would help us to internalize the words that we sing. Knowing that in Jesus, we are sons and daughters. It's in his name, we, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.